It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are hearing the sound of our voices, we welcome you to the It's Real Radio Talk Show, where we deal with real talk on real issues, and I have a feeling today is going to be one of those really real discussions. Anyway, love you so much. This is Elder Coilette James, your host, and as always, helping me to facilitate the conversation is my beautiful co-host, Miss Tanya Roberts. Good afternoon, my sister. Tanya, hello. Can you hear hello, me? Hello. Okay, now hello. I can hear you. All right, there you are. <laughs> hello, everybody. Uh, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, as my sister always says on the airwaves. I'm just so blessed just to be existing in the land of the living with all that's going on. I'm feeling really emotional right now. So you guys bear with me as we have the conversation just to keep it real with you because I cannot believe the state that the world is going. Amen. Girl, girl, girl. Um, like I said, I, I believe this is going to be one of those really real shows. Um, you know, we, we believe in keeping it real here on It's Real. And um, one of the things that I not so much pride myself on, but am very, very blessed um, that God has given us a platform to do just that. And I believe that because he has given us this platform that it is of vital importance um, that we use the platform to talk about current issues, to keep it real, but to never, ever forget that we are part of the body of Christ and that we have a responsibility unto our Father God to represent him at all times, even in the midst of our emotions, even in the midst of our anger, even in the midst of the emotional upheaval that we find ourselves in in a society. You know, um, Tanya, I'm reminded, just as I'm saying this, I'm reminded by the Spirit of God that in the days of Christ, when he walked this earth, it was a very emotional time. There was a lot of upheaval going on in his day, um, and, and it caused a misconception of even his presence here on earth because the people were looking for a Messiah, but they were, they were looking for the Messiah, but at the, excuse me, at the same time, they were looking for someone that would vindicate them. And they weren't just looking 
for vindication of their sins. They weren't just looking for vindication of their soul, but they were looking for vindication from the oppression of the Roman Empire. And so because the Jews or the the Israelites at that time, the Israelites found themselves in a society where they were very oppressed, where they were um, the minority, so to speak, um, as we find ourselves today. They were in a place where... uh, there was somebody literally and, and, and figuratively as well with their knee on their neck, with, with suppressing their freedoms, with controlling who they decided that the Israelites would be in this earth realm. And if we look at Christ as our representative and we look back, we think about, you know, the anger. Think about this. Even from his own apostles, his disciples, when they realized that he did not come, he came as a king of kings, he came as the Lord of lords, as the Messiah. However, he did not come bearing arms to violently liberate them from their oppressor. And there was anger. There was a misconception of the day that, okay, they, it was like, you know, why won't he raise up? Why he, he had thousands and thousands of followers and, and they could not comprehend or understand why would he not raise up, take up arms and come at the Romans in a violent manner. And it was very difficult for them to understand where he was coming from and what his purpose was in the midst of what was going on. And I think a lot of times we as a people in the body, now I'm not just talking about as a people in society, we as a people in the body neglect to see the time in which Christ walked the earth and his reaction to what was going on. So now we fast forward 2,020 years, okay, and we as a black people, okay, have found ourselves being the oppressed for centuries, okay, for hundreds of years within not only this country, but even in the native country of of Africa, there, there, excuse me, there has been oppression of us as a people as far back as I can, I can tell, you know, um, in, in the time since Christ, let me put it that way, because there was a time when, when we as a people literally ruled the world, but then, you know, we fell, we fell prey to Um, our own greed. We fell prey to from being um, the rulers to being the oppressors to being the oppressed. Um, And we don't, it's really, you know, we have convenient amnesia. You know, we fail to look back at how history has evolved to this place. Now, saying all of that and having said all of that, With what is happening in this season, in this country, that the majority of us call, quote, unquote, home, it is very, very difficult not to allow our emotions to arise and cause the emotional us to overrule the Christ in us and want to bear arms. Because I want to be real, real honest with you. And, and, and God kind of had to walk me through something at the beginning of this week. Because I'm like, you know what, I need to go get a gun. Because this is just really stupid. And that wasn't that I wanted to go get a gun to shoot somebody. I was looking at it from a perspective of protection. And as I thought about it, and then I had to get real with myself, well, who are you going to protect yourself from? Because the very one that you would look to to be your protector is the very one that has become the oppressor. And so I, I really had to give thought to this thing and walk it out in my mind and recognize who I am in my flesh 
as opposed to who I am, allowing the power and the authority of the living God to rule my life. Because those are two very, very different people, extremely different people, okay? So because me as a person in my flesh, I'm going to fight back, okay? I'm going to do whatever it is. Like I, I become that Malcolm X mentality by all means necessary, you know, what we need to do here, Okay. But then I have to back up and say, okay, I was walking this morning and I was listening to just some, some motivational um, tapes from the word of God. And one of the things that one of the, the ministers said that was speaking, he said that, you know, I believe it was Bishop Jakes actually, um, because it was a series of different um, speakers on this one motivational tape. But he said, we are so busy out there trying to bring our own plan to fruition that we forget to align ourselves with the plan of God. So we're all about what is my plan? What do I plan to do as opposed to saying, God, what is your plan for me? What is the plan that you would have me to align myself to so that your will is the will that's coming into fruition? And, and it's just like, I, I promise you, and I, I understand what you said at the top of the show, being very emotional, because for us as a people, as an ethnic group, let me put it that way, as an ethnic group, it's very, very difficult to walk in in a place of, okay, nonviolence, let me just, you know, let me just um, talk about this, let me reason this out, let me yada, 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 because we as a people are sick of it. And we as a people are very emotional, as you said, and because of our emotions, it's a very volatile time. Now, I'm not talking about people that are just out there with no conscience and they just, they're rebel rousers anyway, and they just want to start something. Because what is really, really ironic to me is the way the media is portraying everything. And as you see more and more footage coming in of the rioting and the looting and all the things that are going Forth and, and the defacing of property and graffiti being written, you're seeing that it, a, a lot of it, now I'm not going to say all of it, but a big majority of it is not being perpetrated by us as a people. You know, you got the quote unquote other people out there that's trying to represent us, to help us, that is of a different skin tone, that is of a different ethnicity, but we're the ones getting blamed for everything that's going on. And it, it, is, it, is, it has definitely put us as a people at a crossroads, as a people of God, okay, for, for just, just for a moment, for a brief moment, laying to the side our ethnicity, but just coming from a perspective of being a people of God, we're at a crossroads, and it is and it's very difficult choices that we have to make at this crossroads. Because if there was ever a war going on within our mind, within our psyche, and within our emotions, I believe that those of us that really are trying so very, very hard to hold on to the hand of God, to handle it as he gives directive. Because now, now hear me, okay? Because God is not always a passive God. You know, when Christ was here, he chose to walk in a certain way. But if you read the Old Testament, God ain't just a passive God. There, there, was, there was a whole bunch of times where he had his people rise up and just completely eradicate other cultures and other people in the earth realm. So it's like, okay, daddy, I, I really just need to tune into you right now. And what are you saying to me as a person in this hour? It's like, yeah, we need to hear from you as a body and as a people, but if I can't get a handle on my own emotions and my own psyche, then I am of no good to anybody else. So right this minute, Daddy, I need to know what you're saying to me. What is my role in the midst of this? Because I can't believe that I don't have a role to play. I can't believe that you did not create me for such a time as this. But I got to make sure that I handle the weight of the responsibility and the anointing on my life in a way that it will glorify you. So right this minute, 
<laughs> Daddy, I need to hear from you personally. <laughs> okay, and then I can deal with me as a, a woman of God, me um, as a black woman, you know, me in the midst of, of the chaos and everything that's going on, me in the midst of my emotions. Yeah, I can deal with all of that, but first, I got to deal with you one-on-one. What are you saying to me as an individual in this hour? So that's the struggle that I have. So I, I just I would love for you to share how you're coping, how you're handling, and what your take is on all of this that's going on right now. Um, as I say, I'm emotional, and I'm going to tell everybody why I'm emotional. What I love about this show is because my sister's intelligence and her love for God, she brings it one way. And my love for God and my not-so-coop way of bringing things, I feel like it adds period, because we need to hear both sides. I, too, said to Absolutely. Today, we need we need guns. Okay, I can keep playing with me. We need some more guns. And um, I'm like you. I don't want to kill anybody. That's not what I'm talking about. But it was about defending myself. And I see the riot because you, sis, are in Atlanta, me in Augusta. They were forming a little posse um, last night. I'm hurt because I believe that Black people are more than ignorance. We're an intelligent tribe, and we've always been a tribe. Absolutely. I believe that we were kings and queens, and God made us a little lower than the angels. And that was the gift that was set upon us. But now, you know, I'm I'm a little angry about a little bit of everything, and I'm trying not to make it five shows in one, Seth. But, you know, I'm like you, too. Don't put me in a box, because there's intelligent people of color let me say that, and there's ignorance. And what people are exercising right now with this looting and and thievery and stealing, that's ignorance. Now, I just want to set it out there, white people. Call me if you want to get mad. I don't mean no harm because I love any. I I wasn't raised, but that's one thing that I know that I'm not far gone because I still have a love of Christ. I don't hate anyway. I'm just sad that, like you're saying, sister media and what's going on now, I'm so sick and tired of people using something as an excuse to do something else. If you want to rob Mm. and steal and to act a fool, then you do that on your own time. Please don't do it on all people of color's time. Because, see, I'm the Mm. one that when I I had to tell somebody, get somebody a little straight the other day when they looked at me because I made comments and said to me, Black Lives Matter. Well, that's another show, and we will, but I'm going to comment if black lives matter, why don't they matter to yourself? Where are mm. you at with this? This is a time in the nation to cry out like you never have before. People, we're still wearing masks. We're still being subject to something, a pandemic, an epidemic of yep. buying and prices going up and being cheated, jobs becoming few. There's more robberies. The Bible said don't condemn a man if he has to steal to eat. But you're not out there stealing because you have to eat. You're just causing a muckery of pain. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't care. Let me change that. I'm on this show, and I thank God for this platform that you have allowed me to have, sis, because only through God's blessings and, 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 and the favor of, that he's given me, that he's allowed me to use this platform. But I'm in the grocery store, and I'm wherever I am, and I don't mind speaking up for what's right. You guys, really? Have we come to this? We are a nation of of intelligence. We always have been. Why have we taken this and twisted this and demented this? No, it's not Mm. right about the lives that were lost. That hurts me to the core and how. But to settle it of ways that just as you write, mm, I don't know. And I'm going to put it out there like that. It's not all bad policing. But there are some that's no, not. That's anywhere, you go. anywhere you go. You go in a grocery yeah. store. There's nice people work there, and there's some nasty people to work there. I know because I deal with it. So what I'm saying is you correct the problem by the one that did the wrong. Not everyone has to suffer. Yes. Yes. 
That's how mm. I feel. I'm sad because, see, I'm that woman of color that walks into a beauty supply and I don't steal. I'm willing to pay for whatever it is in there. But they look at me because they judge me by someone that came in there of my color, of my race, of my intelligence that steals. I'm sad because I'm not out there looting. I'm in the house praying. But when I go out there, now you're looking down your nose at me like I'm the one mm-hmm. that's out there burning down. With, yeah. what, but I'm the one that's crying and praying. Don't put us all in the box because we're not. But we're not exactly. going on is right. Because it isn't. You can't tell me one man that kills another one on a red page. They don't know why because he's younger. And you won't give him a glass of water. But you can put your foot on his neck. Can we get what's going on, people? When they start putting their feet on our neck, they're trying to tell us how powerful we are. And they want to surrender under the weakness of what they're trying to have us to be. And that's ignorant. We need to stand taller than what we're giving ourselves. Why are we thinking this way? I love you, sister. I took up a lot of time, but I'm giving you back the plastic. Mm-hmm. That's my feeling. That's why I'm feeling no, emotional. Not at all. You know, um, Mayor Tisha Lance Bottoms um, spoke very passionately yesterday. And, I mean, it, you could feel it. I, I, I promise you, I thought she was going to just break down and cry any moment. I really, really did. And, and it wasn't like tears of a sign of weakness, just of her frustration. You know, but she spoke not only as the mayor of Atlanta, she spoke as a mother with four black children, one of which is a son that's 18 years old. And when the stuff started happening here in Atlanta yesterday, you know, her first conversation or her first thought was, where is my son? Where is my son? And she, you know, and as a mother, it was like she's reaching out to go, where are you? Because you need to go home. You need to get off the streets right now. I don't need you out there in the street right now because I can't protect you. I can't protect you. And her, her plea to the people of Atlanta was that we are better than this. We are better than this as a people we are better than this as a nation, okay? And, you know, and she talked about the police chief. There's a, if she's a white woman, the police chief here. And she talked about, you know, she said, this woman, this woman went online yesterday on YouTube. She said, if you didn't see it, look it up and talk about how appalled she was at what happened to that young man. But you're out there and you're burning up her police cars, and you're attacking her police officers. Now, what does that say? What does that say? It's like you, 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 you got people that are on your side that believe in justice. You got other, I saw another police chief, I believe he was in Chicago, who said anybody, any police officer, he said any police officer that is not appalled by what has happened needs to turn in their badge. Okay, another white officer. This is a white officer. And and so, you know, it's like like you said, Tanya, like don't put me in a a category with everybody else because I am Quilletti Von Sparks James. I'm not everybody else. And you can't judge me by what, quote, unquote, everybody else is doing because I am an individual that has been uniquely created in the image and likeness of God Almighty. Okay? So don't lump me in in a... hmm. I think um, I saw um, somebody sent me something... um, couple of days ago, and it was a, a white pastor who um, did an illustration, but more so he was trying to make a point. And in the illustration, he chose to humble himself as Christ would to wash the feet of a young black man and apologize to this young man for his people, for, for the white people trying to put this young man in um, a category saying that all are the same, 
okay, and for the injustice and everything, because, you know, and he was really, really honest, you know, um, about white privilege and all of that, you know, very, he bared his soul, he really did, and it was just, it was so powerful and so touching, and I shared the video with a couple of people, and one of the persons that I shared the video with came back and said, you know, it, it's time out for Esau, and, you know, and, and it don't mean nothing, and yada, yada, yada. And I thought to myself, I actually, I had to respond, because this is an individual that claims to be a Christian. And I had to respond, and I had to respond, I had to choose my words, and I had to respond from the place of, you know what, there's good and bad on both sides. You cannot lump the same way. We don't want to all be lumped in one category. We can't lump another group of people all in one category. There are good and bad police officers. There are good and bad white people. There are good and bad black people. There are good and bad Asians. There are good and bad Hispanics. You name it. And we come in all races, colors, and creeds with good and bad. It is what we choose. What is our choices that we make in life that makes the difference? But, you know, I'm like you, sis. It's like, don't, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Don't categorize me. Don't do that. You know, I'm the same way. One of the reasons why I don't vote party lines, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, because I'm going to vote the person. I'm not going to vote the party. I've voted on both sides of the aisle. And then there are times like last election and I'm kind of concerned about this one coming up where I don't want to vote either one of y'all. Seriously. I don't like either one of you. Last election, last presidential election was really difficult for me. I don't like either one of y'all. I didn't like Hillary and I definitely didn't like Trump. So it was just like, you know, Lord, what do I do here? You know, so it's, it's just, it's a very, very strenuous time that we find ourselves in. But if we do not, if we do not as people of God forget ethnicity, and I'm talking to people across the aisle, I I don't care what skin tone you are, if we are not yielding to the voice of God, to the leading of what is God saying in the midst of all of this, then we're going to get it wrong every single time. We're going to get it wrong. Right. And she knows, I believe that all this was designed. um, If anybody, I'm not a big Facebook person, you guys, please forgive me. I'm just realizing that me and and just certain things about it just don't get along. And if if God allow my spirit to do different, I'll do better. But every once in a while, I'll post something. I posted a song of praise today, and I said, a lot of us have forgotten what it's really all about. And I asked him, I keep hearing him over and over again, and I'm praying that someone would hear my voice. And he said, even my very elect shall be fooled. Will be fooled. Yes. You will be Shall be fooled. So I'm wondering how far you chose us, and how, how can we be fooled? Because all these things that's going on can get you so caught up. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you guys. The last couple of months, uh, last couple of months, when we, okay, maybe it has been. I was going to say a couple of weeks. My mouth has been a potty mouth. And I told the Lord, what's going on? I'm angry. I'm ready to fight. My husband said to me yesterday, "What? Um, you want me to take you downtown right now where they're forming and you want to sit up and talk to them and tell them? And he was laughing. And I looked at him and I go, come on, let's get in the car. Let's go. Because I feel like I can stand on that platform right now and say, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? This is not why God chose us to be blessed. And we're mm-hmm. walking under curses right now. We're giving them what they mm-hmm. want, and that's a shift. They like to watch us perform and play basketball and football and other things. We're giving them a show right now? This grieves mm-hmm. me. And giving them justification to do what they do. That, that's where we're, we're missing it. We're giving them justification. Woo! Y'all don't want to make me mad. I'm trying to tell you. You guys, please, you know, since, you know, we had a situation at my job, you know what I'm trying to say, and these two girls came up, women of color, 
And they came up, and, I, you know, they came to see food. They wanted, you know what I'm saying, 25 lobster chicken. I didn't treat them any different. I didn't look in their face and treat them like a Chinese person. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't mean no harm. Wouldn't look at them as thieves and wouldn't have not, okay, watch y'all around the corner. You know what I'm trying to say? I went, okay, we talking. Mm-hmm. What y'all having it for? Whatever. Ooh, ooh. Gave it to them. They stole it. Walked right out the door as if it didn't even matter. And what really mm-hmm. affected me was the most because I gave them love and consideration. I didn't put them on front street and go, look at the way they dress or whatever they hair look like. What I ain't going to give them a box of tails. Are you kidding me? I was like, what y'all having? Oh, we having this? Okay. Y'all, didn't, they didn't know if it was going to cost me my job. They didn't know if it was going to cost me my paycheck. But y'all say mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. But y'all put mm-hmm. me in a box. No, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. But guess what they did? I guess they feel like I was such, such a, a sucker. They came back the next day to do it again. But this time, they got caught. Mm-hmm. And it was both of them on the spot. I'm sorry, you guys. I cheered. I had to calm down for a minute and say, God, forgive me, but no harm. Justice has been done. Yeah, that was my color. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are. And I believe in my heart. Regardless of the police officer and everything like that, he shall be judged according to the word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything else. Please hear me. I'm not spreading hate. I love people. I always have. My coworker said to me today, you love everybody. God commands us to love. Did we forget? That's the most strongest commandment of them all. You don't see it written mm-hmm. down. That's why I guess you can't follow it. Because you don't see it as being one of the main commandments. But he asked you, what's the greatest of them all? Charity, what was it? You rather give than the love. We say we do. We love our, we hate our neighbors, but we love God. We go to church every day at sanctuary. That's why they're closed down right now. Because the fake people got to stay out right now. You're dishonoring the truth. Word of God. Again, let me stop this. I'm feeling a little emotional today. I told everybody I was going to tell you how I, how I feel, and I'm going to keep it real. But you know what? That's what God asked us to do, Tan, is to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like in our anger and in our frustration, that's why I'm saying we got to learn to be able to go to God and say, you know, this is what I'm feeling right now. But I, I really, I really, really, really need you right now, Lord, because I don't want to mishandle you. I don't want to mishandle your glory. You know, I don't want to take away from the opportunity that you would have to make a difference in this situation. So, Lord, I need, I need you. You know, I need you to give me instinct and directive and how I need to proceed in the midst of this. You know, because if we don't, if, if we don't come correct, and in, when I say come correct, I mean in honesty with God. That's how you come correct with God, not trying to be all sanctimonious and be like the one that said, I'm so glad I'm not sinning. But please, my mindset already had taken me there, okay? And the word said, as a man thinking, so is he. So I already had some issues going on, all right? So I had to come to him and to try to get clarity in, okay, what, what am I supposed to do in this instance? How am I supposed to handle this situation? In what manner, God, will this bring you the greatest glory? Okay? Because people, here's what we forget. We can get angry. We can get emotional. We can set the house on fire. We can do whatever we want to do because he's given us that ability. But guess what? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, there is still going to be a judgment day. You are still going to be judged by your actions. Okay? So, you know, yeah, we don't have the same judgment that an unbeliever has, but we are judged by our works. So if you have not surrendered, if you've not surrendered to God your works and making sure that we are handling situations accordingly, then our judgment day is not going to be a good one. Come on now. 
You know, we get caught up in grace, 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 grace is wonderful, but guess what? Don't mistake that grace for a free ride to do whatever you think you're big and bold enough to do, and it's okay in the sight of God, because it's not. It's not. And there will still be the price to pay. You're going to pay the piper. I'm sorry. You know, maybe they didn't tell you this in Sunday school, but let me be clear. Let me be clear. You are still going to be held accountable for your actions. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. And I do believe my word says that God is not mocked. That that you sow, you shall also reap. He ain't playing. He is not playing. And it ain't just about what you sowed before you got saved, because you sowing some things now, B.C., or, or after Christ. You, some of you are sowing worse things after Christ than you did before you got saved. Now, what's wrong with that picture? Seriously. Come on, people. We are being held accountable for our actions. Please, please understand that. Please understand that. You got choices you still have to make, even in your anger, because the word said be angry and sin not. So what you doing? What you doing? Are you letting your anger get the best of you? So you feel like you are justified to go out there and do any and everything you think you're big and bold enough to do? You better get a grip. Now, let's really, really talk and be real. You better get a grip and remember who God is. Seriously, remember who he is. Amen on that. He'll be up there talking to you like he was talking to Job. Where were you? When I hung the sun, the sun and the moon, where were you? Okay. What? When I created the cosmos, where were you? I better come on. Come on. Talk about that. Because that's what it's about keeping it real. See, I'm realizing, you guys, I used to really feel like I could say whatever was on my mind. I'm not talking. But be able to say what's on my mind that it's keeping it real with you guys to say, come on, we got to change. Each one, teach one. When you learn better, you teach somebody else. You know, I have a really awesome coworker. Right. He and I talk about different subjects. He brings stuff to me. I give him stuff back or whatever. And I said to him, I'm really sad about them tearing up towns in Atlanta. They say, let's burn it down to the ground. I looked at him and I said, really? So what? The people that don't have nowhere to go, elderly people, they can't go far. They want to go shop somewhere they can't now because they didn't burn it down to the ground. When Rodney King got beat up and everything, and he lived, he got all that money. And they turned, remember since they set Los Angeles on fire, turned it up and turned it down. And you look down there, and it's still businesses to this day, 30-something years later, still suffering because of that cause. If you're going to sit there and Some of them never reopened. That's right. Some of them were never able to reopen. Right. Say black-owned business. We ain't building places that don't make no money. Where do you want us to go? When you're a black-owned business, you're going to go where it's money going to be made. Isn't that something of a business over the period, whether they black, white, candy strike? But you're mad because they won't come down where you say we are. Where are we? Because we're sitting there still walking around sagging and showing a crack of our butts, tweets in our heads. I'm sorry, y'all. Another show, another day. I still can't understand. I don't understand waking up, not combing your head, brushing your teeth. That's not what we were all about. We were freed. And that's the sad part because you guys think that we are still in bondage. Yeah, they're killing us. But do you ever think that they're trying to kill a purpose? You might be a better mm. child. But what can you do right now while you're on this earth and you can say something? Each one again, each one. Because if we come together as a nation of people of color, we're more powerful than anyone. What can we not? Any force. That, that's what gets me, Tanya. If we could get it together, I mean, you, we, we are economy. We pour in enough finances and money into the economy of this country that we could fund our own country. I mean, literally, literally. 
we don't even recognize the power that we have. And we allow ourselves to be subjugated unto this craziness? I'm not understanding. I promise you, I don't understand. There is enough of us, and we have, and you know, and we talk about black economics, but we have enough wealth as a people if we could come together. What? To shut it down. They say we spend more money, you guys, during Christmas time. They say we spend billions of dollars just on Christmas alone. That's not everything else. Okay, I ain't mad at the two sisters that felt like that's what they had to do. Okay, that's fine too. But you know what? If you can do it that good, you can be a good business one. Why aren't we turning this around for each other? No, nothing is easy. They ain't going to give it to us that easy. But you, whatever it is, whether you're in a grocery store, I don't care if you're in a ghetto, I don't care if you're homeless, whatever you are, you can still make a difference of where God puts you as that minister to take away the epidemic of the mindset, sickness that is spread amongst our people and our land. You guys are becoming sin sick. And that's why God said he's coming like a thief in the night. Wake up! Talitha, Talitha, Kumi. Wake up! They try to take what was rightfully ours in the first place, and that was the promised land. These guys are letting them do it. But you trying to put us all in the box? Well, I'm standing against you. They're trying to put us all in the box as well. I'm not for people to do people wrong to kill people. I don't care what color you are. Black, white, Jew, green, Chinese, whatever. I'm not for that at all. Stan, I don't care. It's not that black lives matter. Humanity matters. Yeah. What has happened to us? You guys say it matters, but you up there tearing up stuff. I see certain y'all don't even want to be seen on the TV. And actually, don't care if you show their face or not, if you're standing for the real. Show my face and let everybody know who I am. But y'all running from the camera. Y'all the same ones that want to post something on Facebook and act like y'all did something. Stop making a mockery out of activism of what we really truly stood for, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and all of our other leaders. You're foolish, and you're doing it all the wrong way. That's my emotions on the matter. For all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. You know, protest is absolutely, absolutely in order. I am 100% for that. But how are you handling your protest? Seriously, when we go into our own neighborhoods and we destroy our own neighborhoods, well, I'm sorry, exactly what were you protesting? And that made what kind of sense? I don't mm-mm, mm-mm. There is absolute injustice being ha- that is being done, absolute positively, you know. And then, and then we're criticized when we do do a peaceful protest. I got that. I, I, I understand. We can have every excuse in the book to try to justify why we do what we do. But right is right and wrong is wrong and wrong don't wrong. Right doesn't wrong nobody. Straight out. Straight out. So do we need to take a stand against the injustice that's going on in our country right now? You are absolutely positively right. Yes, we do. But what is the stand that we are supposed to be taking? To give them an excuse? To villainize us? To say, see what I told you about these people? No. No, 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 no. You know, I mean... My era and the era right before me, because I'm 63, so the era right before me, we were a people of dignity. We were a people of class. You know, we were a proud people. When we, we look at them, when they marched in suits, <laughs> okay? They marched in suits, not showing the crack of their butt like you just said, in suits. They were dressed. They showed themselves as a people of dignity and class and intelligence. When our leaders opened their mouths, hey, 
It wasn't nigga this and bitch that and hold that, excuse me. But that's not no, what was coming out their mouth. Hey, Amen. You better tell it. You better come on. Come on. Tell it like it is. See, that's where I am right now. See, it wasn't all about that. Men had honor. Even back in the day. Okay, everybody acts stupid every once in a while. My grandfather, he got killed by his brother. That didn't make it right. But the way he lived his life wasn't right neither. Well, let me just say this. Justice for all. You can say all you want to say. We stand under our own flag. One nation under God. That's what we stand under. And that's what we believe in. Not to be perfect. I'm not perfect in no way. But I'm sad. I had a co-worker say to me, do you have a son? I have a son. I adopt him. He's still my baby. But I don't care if I see you walking down the street if you're in the store. I'll be like, young man, you just too good looking. Can you please pull up your pants? Because I actually don't want to see the back side of you. I'm sorry, auntie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the respect. Whoever you are, when you see me and I'm looking at you, you pulling up your pants. Thank you for when you see me. You don't talk to me crazy, but you listen to what I got to say. See, there are people out there that want to listen to something that makes sense. If you have children, if you have sons, granddaughters, it don't matter. We all being killed. He wasn't the only one killed. It was a young lady shot, gunned down in her own place of sleep. Yes, it's not right. They try to stir us up, you guys. They try to get us off the where we're supposed to be. They try to take us on a beaten path. They're killing a little bit of us so we can get riled up again. So we can forget what it's all about going to the polls and vote. Nope, we got two demons, you guys. But guess what? Pick the lesser demon. Sad for truth. Again, they're trying to get rid of one nation under God, sis. They're trying to make it something of course they are. that we forgot and what it's all about. Concentrate. But we out there again. And you ain't out there marching, I promise you, I pray you know what you're marching for. When you out there standing, I pray that don't be a follower. Be a leader. Be the one to stand on the platform and say, hey, is this right? What are we standing for? Is this right? Don't be the one to run because you're a coward. You didn't even be there in the first place. We are living in some treacherous times, but we can't lose our focus. We cannot afford to lose our focus. And that is exactly what the enemy is banking on, that he can play on our emotions and we can lose our focus. Focus for what this what what life is really all about. You know, the, I, coming from the boxing world, and I remember that one of the biggest things um, of importance for a boxer when he would get in the ring was not to get angry, because when you get angry, you lose your focus, you forget your tactics, you forget everything you've learned. And you you act in anger. And I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Was Mike biting Evander's ear? And Mike will be the first one to tell you he was so angry because Evander kept headbutting him, and the ref wouldn't do anything about it. And it was in his frustration and his anger that he bit that man's ear. Don't lose your focus. Don't allow your anger to get you off course. Do you have a right to be angry? You absolutely do. Yes, you absolutely do. But don't lose your focus. That's why I started off the beginning of the show with my struggle and, and, and what I believe is the proper course of action, as in if you are a child of God, you need to get before God and allow him to dictate how you handle the situation. Because there is time, and and I'm being honest, when you read the word, you go to the Old Testament, there were times when you had a right to bear arms, you had a right to retaliate. 
But there were more times when you had to stand still and know that he is God. But you need to know which time you are in. You need to know which direction he is leading. Because it is only if you follow his directive and what he has planned for this. See, see here's what we forget, and my pastor talks about this all the time. In order to uh, identify and deal with a situation, that situation has to be uncovered. So it's like in this country, you know, it's not that racism ever died. They just masked it and covered it up. So because we went out as a quote-unquote people and got an education and, and got to a different socioeconomic standing in this society, we forgot that everybody is not considered privileged. We forgot that racism was alive and well all along. It just covered. And these past three and a half years have just exposed it to the root. We knew it was there, but it has been exposed to the what now because there are people in power that feel just the freedom to let it all hang out, as they would say. And so people are like, oh, well, if the top feels this way, well, hey, I can do whatever I want to do. And ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and they're doing it. They're doing it. So. Okay, um, you know, at this point, all I can say is please don't forget where you came from. And I'm not just talking about your socioeconomic status. Don't forget the God that you claim that you serve, the God that you're out there that you have to be a representative of, and the God that you need to be consulting so that you're handling this according to his will and his purpose. Because like I said before, at the end of the day, hey, you're going to have to meet your maker. You better come out. And when you're standing and giving an account, how, how, how are you going to be judged for, for your actions? Not, not, not what homeboy did, not what this one did, not what somebody else did. What did you do? What did you do? Wow. That's did you awesome. make it better or worse? Did you inflame the situation or yeah. were you a peacemaker as we're called to be? Say it. What Say it. did you do? What did you do with what he blessed you with? With your talent? With your gifts? He had to go away for a while. And when he came back, he asked his servants, what did you do with the talents that I left you? One bared his talents and didn't do anything at all. He looted. He stole for no reason, didn't know why he was doing it. One took it, and he doubled it. And one took it and made it great. Find who you are in Christ. Quickly. The harvest is much and the laborers are so few. We don't need anyone to speak ignorance anymore. Young women, black women, women of color, men, what are you doing? You're in a position of businesses. Are you sharing it with your young black brothers to make them something great? Or do you turn your nose down at them and say that they're nothing? Don't look at a man of how he looks. Because you'll be misjudged every time. Look at a man and say, I can make him great. And I truly believe you will be rewarded well for that. It's about discipleship. Nobody's saying we're going to always be perfect. We're going to miss the mark sometimes. Get up. Keep running. Dust your knees off. You're somebody. You're worth it. It doesn't matter who told you what you were when you were young. I was told the same thing. But I thank you, Heavenly Father, here show, for making my latter days greater than my first. Now I want to do something about it. And as long as my sister allowed me, I will use this platform. To keep it real with you, in Jesus' name, I'm done, sir. I just, just, I would like for you to pray, Pam. Uh, we got five minutes left in the show. Just use that time and pray for the people. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, Yahshua, the divine and great God that is above all, other land in the name of Jesus, above, beneath, and thereof, through, to and through. I thank you for who you are in our lives, and we're asking and crying out for mercy and your help right now in this time of need. They're destroying our yeah. nation and taking away the promises and our dreams. They snapped away our vision. They're killing us in front of our faces. They're allowing us to be treaded down as stumping of grapes. But when they stump on grapes, it makes wine in the name of Jesus. Fill us with new wine. Please show. Destroy the old wine skins and fill us up again. Because we know new workshop, new minds, new set, new visions, new dreams, new promises. Yeah. In our time yeah. of peace. Let us not look down, Father God, and be trampled down because you have designed us to be a nation above all. Let us stand one nation under God. Let us pray for the ministers, the deacons, the elders, the palpicals, in the pulpits, wherever they are, whoever stands on the platform, and let them stand for what's right and not what's wrong. Let each one, each one, and become grateful for yesterday. And even though we have faults, we surrender them unto you, Father God. We surrender yeah. all of our weaknesses, our doubts, our fears. Oh, so, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Help mm-hmm. us right now. Lord. Help us, yes, Lord. Lord. We need you right now. We love you. Allow us to honor you and bring back Holy Spirit. You're welcome in this place. And bring to us, Shell, in our dreams. And when we sleep and when we're awake, truly are in you. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, on this Pentecostal Sunday. Father, this is this is the Sunday, this is the day that we utilize to commemorate the outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon this nation, upon this land, upon this people, O oh Lord God. For Father, 2,000 years ago at the first Pentecost, O oh Lord God, you poured out the Holy Spirit upon the, all flesh, Father. All those that desired and wanted it, it was there. Holy Spirit was there. Father, we need another outpouring of your precious Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We need you to pour forth in our land, O oh God. We need you to pour forth within our people, O oh Lord God. We need you to show yourself mighty on our behalf, Father God. We need you to step in the midst of these broken situations, Father God, to step in the midst of the outrage, step in the midst of the hurt, the pain, and heal. Heal us as a people, God. Heal us as a country, Father God, because we're incapable of healing ourselves. We need you, Father. We ask that you would pour out your power, your word in Joel that you said was coming to pass on the day of Pentecost with the apostles was that you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters would prophesy that your young men, O oh Lord God, would dream dreams, that your old men would see vision, O oh Lord God. We need the dreams and the visions to come together. For fruition, Father, that, Lord God, what your plan is, what your plan is in this hour for this earth realm would come to pass. What your plan is for this people, we as a people, we as a nation, we as a country would come together. That we would no longer put you on the shelf. We would no longer forget you, oh Lord God. We would no longer yield unto our own understanding. But in all of our ways, we would acknowledge you and allow you to direct our path. For you said that would be healing to our bones, to our very marrow. It was in the bones, oh God. We need you, Father. We need you to step in and say, will these dry bones yet live? Because as a nation, we are dry. We are dry. We are a bunch of dead men bones walking. But we need you to breathe upon us, God, with your breath of life, with your peace, with your love, with your tranquility, Father God, with your guidance. We will be the people that you created us to be. And we yield to you, Father, all glory, all honor, all glory, all honor yes. belongs yes. unto you, Father God. Yes. 
Unto you be the glory and the honor. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Father, Jesus the Christ, we decree that it is so. It is so. It is so. It It is is so. It is so. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, dear God, we love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for never forsaking us, oh God. Thank you for never turning your back on us. Even though in the midst of our pain, we sometimes turn our back on you. But thank you for never, ever turning your back on us. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We lift you up. We exalt you, oh God. In the midst. In the midst of the pain. Hallelujah. 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 Your word decree that if your people, not all people, your people, if your people would humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, seek your faith, that you would hear from heaven and you would heal our land. We need you, Daddy. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Hallelujah. Because we can't do this without you. We absolutely can't do this without you. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Father, I just speak protection over our listeners. I speak protection over our families. I speak protection over our children, Lord. Protect them. Steal them, Father, for the injustice that is out in the land right now. Shelter them, Father God. Cover them in the blood of Jesus. Hedge up their way, Lord God, from the evil perpetrator, Lord God, and hedge up the evil perpetrator from our Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. We need you, we need you, we need you. Mm. We need you, God. We thank you. We thank, thank you. you. We thank you. We thank you. Let the righteous arise, the Son of God, yes, sons of God. Let the righteous yes, arise in this hour and take their rightful place. Your word said all creation is moaning and groaning, waiting for the sons of God to take their place. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Those that you have given authority to. Those that you've given the keys to the kingdom to. Those that you have proclaimed that we have the ability to loosen the bind on this earth, man, God. Hallelujah. So, Father God, we loose your spirit upon this earth, man, and we bind the evil presence of the perpetrator, oh, Lord, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We rise as righteous, righteous territory, Father God. Principalities, Father. There are righteous principalities and unrighteous principalities. May the righteous rise and rule over the regions that you have assigned them to, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for it. God, we thank you for it. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to say be safe out there. Be careful. Be careful. This is treacherous time. Mask up. Cover yourself. Be safe. Be safe from the virus. Be safe from the evil that is out there lurking in the streets, waiting to take you out. Be safe. Be safe. And it was only designed for us to protect yourself. In Mm. Jesus' name. I love you. Hallelujah. I love you too, sweetheart. Lord willing, we will be with you guys next week in that same God time, same God channel. In Jesus' name, God God bless. Hallelujah. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.